0: Grace and peace to you from God and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome home, children of God, welcome home. Let us pray. In the beginning, O God, you shaped our souls
1: and set their weaves. You formed our bodies and gave them breath. Renew us this day in the image of your love. O great God, grant us your light. O great God, grant us your grace. O great God, grant us your joy this day, and let us be made whole in the well of your grace. In Christ's name we pray, amen.
0: After the resurrection, the disciples are having a hard time. And Peter decides finally to go back to what he knows to do best. I'm going fishing, he says. And just like that, they pull out the nets and they put the boats in the water. And working all night long, they fish, but they catch nothing. But Jesus comes to them on the shore early in the morning. And he calls to them and he says, take your nets and put them in on the other side. And immediately upon putting them in the water, the nets are filled with fish, and they struggle to take the catch back into the boat. That's when the beloved disciple sees Jesus on the shore and recognizes him. And the moment that Peter then recognizes Jesus on the shore, he pulls on his clothes, and he jumps in the water, and he heads to shore. Now, the text says that Peter is naked. And the question arises, why would one fish naked? But setting that question aside, why would he put on clothes before jumping back into the water? Now I think this is the gospel's way of telling us that Peter is raw and vulnerable and so just as Adam and Eve cover themselves in the Garden of Eden upon seeing God, Peter covers himself upon seeing Jesus. But even the anxiety Even the guilt, even the shame that he might be carrying doesn't stop him. For the moment that he sees Jesus, he throws the nets aside, jumps into the water, and swims towards Christ. After Peter gets dried off and the other disciples get the boat to shore, Jesus makes them breakfast on the beach, grilled fish over a charcoal fire. We've got iron brew and salt and vinegar chips this morning. But he breaks the bread and he shares it with them and he breaks the fish and he shares the fish with them. So it shouldn't surprise us that the early church included fish in the celebration of the Lord's Supper. After they finished their chippy on the beach, the wounded risen Christ turns to Peter and his wounds. Peter, do you love me? He asks. Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then feed my lambs. Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then feed my sheep. A third time, he says, Peter, do you love me? Peter, getting his feelings hurt, says, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus responds, then feed my sheep. Now, some call this the rebuke of Peter, but I think it's a reconciliation, at least a reconciliation of Peter to himself, if not Peter to Christ God is the one who knows us the best and still loves us the most. And Jesus is reminding Peter of the strength and the love deep within him. And Jesus, having reminded them again of his love for them, reminds them of the call that love makes upon us all. We love because God first loves us, Scripture says. Now, right now, we can't have a picnic on the beach with Iron Brew or a chippy. But soon and very soon, we'll be able to share the meal of our Lord together again. And when we do, we'll remember that we love because God first loved us. These are healing words for wounded people living in wounded times, and they're soothing words for anxious times. And Jesus is inviting us into a new way of being, new ways of being loving, new ways of being connected, new paths on which to follow Christ. But the basics remain the same. If you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, love one another. Because the one who knows us the best is also the one who loves us the most. So we love because God first loved us. Amen. Friends, things are changing as fast as the weather and while we don't anticipate the building opening up anytime soon, we will keep you posted on all the latest advice. But we do miss you and these buildings do cry out for the sound of your voices. But this worship service isn't going anywhere and if you know someone who doesn't have access to the internet, please invite them to join us on our Dial-A-Podcast number where they can listen to the audio of these services. We have so greatly appreciated all your words of support and our thoughts and prayers are with you. So now the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with you all now and beyond forever. Amen.
1: wonder how good you are at finding your way, uh, plotting a course forward, navigating through what might be unknown territory. Right now the church finds itself in uncharted territory and there really isn't a map for us to follow because no one at least in our living memory, has been this way before. But we are not alone. And on Sunday the 31st of May, Pentecost Sunday, we will be rejoicing in this truth that God has given us his Spirit. The Spirit equips us and the Spirit leads the way. And all God's people through all the years have found it to be so. Sunday. 31st of May, a celebration spirit. Be there.